Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're doing our mailbag episode. We've got a bunch of questions in here today from you guys. A lot of trade questions. It's going to be that time of the year where we're, you know, four weeks in, you guys are making some moves to make your team relevant, get a fan to get a playoff run going. So we'll go over all those. We're just going to jump right into this thing. We're going to start off with the start sick questions we have. We have a few of those coming up for the week. We got Nick. First question is that how do you feel about Clyde Edwards Alaire going against the Buffalo Bills defense? So are you going to look to start Edward Alaire against that Bills defense or look for another option? I mean, it's not my favorite matchup of the week to, to say that. Um, but I, I think that he's playing really well. I think that they're giving him a lot more opportunities. So I am going to put him in the lineup more than likely, depending on who you have, obviously. But yeah, I, I still feel relatively good about it. Am I expecting him to do what he's done in the past two weeks? Not really. It's a better defense, but I do think he has an opportunity to get another touchdown. If he gets that, obviously he's good. Other than that, you know, low, low case scenario, you know, 70 yards. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. He's, he's, he's good enough to start. You're going to start him. He's probably, I don't know. I haven't put together my ranks officially yet, but he's probably 15, 16 ish in there. He's so he's, he's, he's an RB two. He just, he's going to be an RB two because it really tails off after that. Right. So if you have Edward Dallaire, I can't see many scenarios where you're not playing him. So yeah, you don't love the matchup, but it's not enough to actually, you know, change your, your mind on who you're starting. Next up, we got Dr. Gothier. It's probably just DR, but I'm going to call him doctor forever. <laughs> it's, it's, it's doctor to me. He says, hey, guys, two start sick questions this week. First one, Trey Lance or Taylor Heineke? It's a super flex, so his other starters hurts. But mm-hmm. Trey Lance, Taylor Heineke. What are you thinking? I'll get the matchups. Let me throw the matchups up here first. Trey, Trey Lance at Arizona and Heineke versus New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think we've talked about this one a little bit. I, I would lean towards Heineke. I would like to see Lance do it one time. There is a... You know, if you want to take the gamble, Lance will have to, they will have to put up numbers in order to stay with Arizona. Mm-hmm. That's what you're thinking. But they could also make him look really, really bad. Um, we've seen it with all rookie quarterbacks so far. So I would lean on a guy that we've seen do it already. And I don't think the, you know, New Orleans is not exactly the scariest team. They're, they've been all over the place. So I would go Heineke. And like you say, New Orleans just gave up 400 yards to Daniel Jones. I think the rankings are probably going to put Lance actually ahead, is my guess. I would say I'm, I'm probably leaning Heineke. I feel safer with Heineke than I just haven't seen enough from Lance. And I saw some, you know, a broken play, 75 yard touchdown really boosts his numbers, right? The only thing that makes it more interesting to me is because it's super flex and it's your second quarterback where you maybe could be a little riskier. So I'll just say that if you're willing to risk a little bit and take some huge upside, Lance, I think definitely has that bigger upside. I'd feel safer with Heineke though, but super flex makes it so I would make it. It's not as, Crazy to me. It's not like it's crazy at all, but it's just not. I, I might be more interested, but Heineke feels safe. He's gotten what 24, 24, 24, 33. His points has been great every single week he started. Yeah. So you're just going to get a good game from him, most likely. And then his de- second question was at, at the flex, who are you starting, Juju or Chuba Hubbard? Uh, I would start Chuba. Yeah, me too. It's just nothing. You're getting nothing from um, Juju, Juju right, right now. now. No. Yep. All right. 
we have a question here from Kaprowski, which um, his brother Clark actually um, told him to come uh, talk to us because he says we're the best on Instagram. So there we go. Nice, to, nice, <laughs> well, nice shout you. out there. He says, don't know who my running back two should be. He says, he has Daryl Henderson, Chris Carson. Who are you going? Daryl Henderson, Chris Carson. We got some matchups here for you. Daryl Henderson's playing at Seattle and uh, Chris Carson's playing versus the Rams. Okay. Obviously, they're playing against each other. You know, yeah. I'm going to go Henderson. It's Henderson for me. After what I saw from Carson last week, I got a little worried by the Alex Collins thing last week. I would say the same thing. Henderson has been playing really, really well, and he's mm-hmm. he's much more of the bell cow than, than Chris Carson is at the very moment. Chris Carson is a very good play. I, I wouldn't have an issue with either of them, but I really like the way Henderson is playing. Yep, I, I agree. And if he came back and Michelle just took a back seat right away, right? So yeah, the other question absolutely. is, so he also has an open flex spot. So with that, and a wide receiver spot. So he has a couple things going here, right? So he plays Henderson in RB2, then he could go play Carson in the flex, right? Or mm-hmm. he has four receivers to choose from for a okay. wide receiver spot and a flex. Let's, let's see what you do this. So essentially, let's go, we go flex first, right? So who would you pick first out of these guys? You got Pittman, Michael Pittman, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Marvin Jones, Chris Carson. <clears throat> okay. Have, uh, okay, Chris- first off, are there two receivers you're going to go over Chris Carson? Uh, I would say there's two that I would throw out of the discussion right away. <laughs> That's Marvin Jones. It. Yeah, Marvin Jones and and Pittman actually right now I, I would throw out. Okay. I, I would go for the the larger upside. Um, honestly, for me, because Julio is just coming back, uh, you don't know what that is looking like. He really, I don't know. That's a tough one. I honestly, I would go Chris Carson. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I would flex. stick with it. I think. Yeah, I think he's safer. I think he has a yeah. better opportunity to score a touchdown. And the guys we're talking about. Um, you know, Pittman, even though he's trending in the right direction, scares me a little too much. Marvin Jones, I have n- no interest in Julio's coming off injury and Antonio Brown is on a team where he could blow up. He's a very intriguing player, but he also could catch two balls for seven yards. We've seen that as well. So I would take the almost the guaranteed points of Chris Carson. Yep. So if you go Chris Carson at flex, but then who are you going to go? He has an open receiver spot. Then which is the receiver you're picking? Between Ooh, Brown okay. and, basically between Brown, yeah, and, Julio. Brown and Julio. Yeah. Um, Ooh, actually, know what? For that one, what is um, is AJ so, Brown going to be back this week? We, Are they sure? Hard to, yeah, we're not sure about either of those guys. I don't believe at this point. Yeah, I think they're both questionable, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and um, Antonio Brown's playing against Miami. If if the Tennessee mm. receivers play, who are we playing? They're playing against Jacksonville. If Ooh. they play though, if they play, it's Jacksonville. So, yeah, I think I might in. Especially if AJ Brown doesn't play, I play Julio. If he's, if he, know, I, I think I still play Julio, actually. I think I, yeah. I, I go ahead and do that. I think I'm right. If Julio plays, I play him, right? If he doesn't, it's easy. It's Antonio Brown. Yeah. But I'll say one thing about Michael Pittman. He's interesting. Not yet. Like, we haven't seen the production yet, but the targets are there. So week two, he had 12 targets. Week three, he had 12 targets. Week four, he had eight targets. So he's definitely getting targets. It's just something that. You know, you like to see the volume and maybe at some point it turns into more production. The production's not there yet, though. It's just, yeah, you like to see exactly. the, 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 the targets are. So it's just a uh, he's trending. In the right, he's trending yeah. in the right direction. But right now they are they do not score through the air all that often. Like, that yeah. is definitely a around the goal line. Give it to Taylor kind of deal. So that, that's the only reason yeah. I, I like Pittman. But I, I out of those guys, I won't put him in. All right. Final start sit question. Actually, it's kind of start sit sit slash waiver. Our final one's from Breddy Spaghetti. He says, Mixon went down. Would you start Trey Sermon or Tony Pollard? But 
He said Cordell Patterson, Zach Moss, and Damian Williams are all on the waivers, but he'd have to drop one of Sermon or Pollard to get them. Oh, ooh, that is interesting. Um, hold on, who are the guys still on there? Damian Williams, uh, Zach Cordero? Moss, and Cordero. Okay, I personally I don't really care about Zach Moss. I think that's too. No, Zach Moss, no. Yeah, he's off. Cordero okay. Patterson and Damian uh, Williams are both very interesting. Cordero Patterson is a long-term play, right? Yep. So I like yep. him over or yep. over Damian. Um, the question becomes, because Pollard's been playing really good football. He's an injury away from oh, man, being a big-time so... player. And then, obviously, uh, <clears throat> who is the other Sermon, one? So, Trey Sermon. Sermon there's, there's, he has some potential. He has potential there, too. I think I would Ooh. still go and get Cordero if I can. The question I'm, I'm is, with who you. do I'm I with you. drop? Yeah. I'm 100% drop? with you. I'm going to get Cordero. Oh, man. See, okay, if you're just thinking straight up redraft, whatever, you're, there's no keeper value involved because I'm thinking in my our league, I have Trey Sermon. I'm thinking keeper value. I think you drop Sermon because 49ers are going to have a million running backs yet. Elijah Mitchell's coming back this week probably. Jeff Wilson's going to come back at some point. There's a lot of guys. Pollard has, his, he has some standalone value right now. And then if Zeke ever were to get hurt, his value's just off the charts. Sermon, we we've seen what he what he's been able to do without the other guys, and it's fine. It's just not Pollard. I think is ah, it's probably you probably have to drop Sermon, and I don't love saying that to be honest. I don't love it. I I like Sermon a lot, but I think with Mitchell coming back this week, I feel like Mitchell's going to get quite a chance anyway for a while. I think you drop. I think you drop Sermon. Oh, I don't like I don't like saying that. Kind of worries me, but I think you yeah. drop Sermon and you get Cordero. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're correct. I I agree with you. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what. It's a tough decision. It's it's not easy for me because I love that Sermon's potential yet. So, but I think I do that. You drop Sermon, get Patterson. Then he also adds, "Have you ever you guys ever thought of doing a Sunday morning show?" Um, <laughs> yeah, we actually have. Um, but if that's something you guys are interested in, let us know. I mean, we've definitely talked about it and something, you know, I know it's kind of saturated Sunday mornings are saturated with a million different shows, a million different people, but shoot, you know, you know, we can always jump on if there's some interest out there, I'm, you know, help you out Sunday morning. Cause yeah, we're doing it now, but things change between now and Sunday, right. On start yeah. set. So yeah. All right. Let's move over to some trade questions. We got heat are sick says, should I trade Deandre Hopkins? Doesn't seem like he's going to get the amount of targets from the past two years. You know what? I I don't mind trying to trade DeAndre Hopkins. I really don't. Like he he's kind of hobbled right now. It looks like I know he's going to have big weeks. Obviously, nothing to, like DeAndre Hopkins is still good. But I think at this point, Kyler Murray and this offense are actually the funny thing is the offense is running so well that Kyler doesn't necessarily just need to, he doesn't need to force feed De, um, DeAndre Hopkins. You know, he can throw the ball all over the place. So if Hopkins is getting guarded by the top, you know, top DB on the other team or he's just being shut down, he doesn't need to force him the ball. He'll throw the ball over to A.J. Green. He'll throw it to Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore. They'll do whatever. He'll run the ball. He doesn't need to force feed Hopkins. So Hopkins is going to have down weeks, but he still has value at this point where I think you can get a good haul for him. Um, I'm not against trying to trade him I, at all. I think it's actually a solid move if you get some – if you get real – value for him and you still should it's still deandre hopkins and you should be able to get good value for him yeah i mean his name carries top 10 wide receiver weight yeah i mean and it should it really should yeah, i, I sure realize that he's been the last two games haven't been great but the first two games he caught three touchdowns yeah exactly and 
he he will be very good wide receiver the rest of the year. And, and he's when they probably really still need a reception. He's that's who they're going to go to. Well, and he's still. He's, I mean, you still say he's a top ten receiver, but. If you can get, if you can trade him and get some really good value for that, I'm still, I'm okay with that. Cause I don't know if it's going to be, it's not going to be an every week thing anymore. I feel like, you know, yeah, I, I don't have any issue with trading him, but I, I want to don't, yeah, don't trade him for any discount. <laughs> yeah. You, you need to get like what real you need like, for your yeah. team or you need yeah. other very talented players. There's no way that I would, I would sell him on a discount assuming that he's over the hill or, or yeah. not going to produce as much as you want. Uh, this is a guy I would love to put in my my lineup week in and week out. Yep. Um, All right. So yeah. Next anyway. up, Jay Stewart asked, "Would you trade Justin Jefferson for Najee Harris if you already have Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel?" Whew. Um. Yeah. I mean, probably Najee Harris is a a good running back. It, it's he's, tough. He's a he's a good running back who's getting all the volume. Yeah, right he, he's a very solid play. Mm-hmm. the rest of the year and you're hoping that Pittsburgh kind of turns that offense around so he has more opportunities at the goal line. I don't know if that is going to happen to be quite honest, but he is going to get a lot of work. You could do a lot worse trading a wide receiver for a running back. Running back is going to be very difficult to come by, especially one that is guaranteed to get touches. So Jefferson by the end of the year he might outscore him. He's he's doing very very well. Um but I wish I could I would, see the roster. I wish yeah, I could see the I mean, roster. It's but, great that he showed wide receivers, but I really need to see running back. If you're yeah. if you're desperate for running running back, I think that's a no brainer. Yeah. And especially if you only start two receivers, um, and maybe one's in a flex. But if you need another running back, I mean, the trade is. I do. I like Justin Jefferson a lot, and I don't like Najee's yeah, I mean, offense. But yeah, what's what's not to like about him? I mean, he's yeah, a he's yeah, the number he's great, eight but wide receiver right now. I think it's a fair trade, especially if you. And if you think Cup and Samuel are going to continue their, that's the thing. If this, it, it, that's it, if Cup and Debo are for real with what they've done for the first four weeks of the season, right? If they're not for real, then um, then it's a it can it can go and be in a bad deal. So, I mean, that's a very very good point. But yeah. I have a feeling that you need a running back if if you're thinking yeah, most, about this most likely. And, and like I said, Najee you know Harris <laughs> might be at the top end of what you would possibly be able to get from people. So sure. I would. More and more, I think about it. Assuming I'm not missing something that you, you know mm-hmm. that your your team is going through, I would take the trade. Yep. All right. Peyton says, "Would you trade Trey Sermon for Antonio Brown?" They're similar to me. I would say, in like <laughs> where that you know what I mean. Like they're similar. Antonio Brown's going to have probably more value week to week and just possible points at this point if Trey Sermon's split in time with with Mitchell. If you need the, if you, again, again, it's about roster here. If you need a receiver that can play for you and Trey Sermon's just down your bench at running back. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I, just, I agree with I'm, that. I'm hesitant with like, what can Trey Sermon possibly become in the second half of the season? That's the one thing I'm hesitating on. And we don't know. It's just a complete speculation. It's just, I, yeah. And, and I think we have seen this though. I, Craig made a very good point when we were talking about who would you drop? And we said Trey Sermon, even though we would love to see who he became, he did well when he got all the carries, right? And we're talking mm-hmm. about 18 carries the last game, I believe. And he, you know, he ended up with like 90 yards or something. More than likely, that's not going to happen. Uh, maybe he turns into the goal line back. Maybe there's a ton of things that yeah. can happen with that San Fran offense, but it also changes week to week. I would, I would much rather have the Antonio Brown if you're, if you almost don't need either one of them, right? If it's kind of like first one off the bench, I think Antonio Brown has a little more value for me. 
All right, next up, Amin says, would you, which, he says, would you trade Galladay, Woods, or Marvin Jones? If you have to pick one, but who would you trade out of this group? Kenny, obviously, least value to us is Marvin Jones, right? Out of Kenny Galladay, Robert Woods. Without Marvin doubt. Jones. But the problem is you're not going to get anything from Marvin Jones. No. Right. So, uh, Kenny, honestly, I mean, that's the thing. You can trade Kenny, yeah, Marvin Jones, but you're not going to get anything for him. No, so. I, I think, well, depending on who still has value, the quite, I think Woods is technically the biggest name. And, but, yeah, and yeah, personally, yeah. I, I'm not tied to any of them. So I would try to I'd try to do that. I'd probably try to trade Woods, even though he can bounce back. I think I like Galladay a little more because of his deep ball a, ability. A and solid game they, last week. Yeah, um, I, I like the way he's going. Woods, will he bounce back? I mean, I would I mean, say the I, I would lean on the side of yes, but it doesn't mean he's going to have an amazing year yeah. to finish out. And probably so I, I think I would try to trade Woods and you know say Honestly, he's, he's on his way back and then yeah. get rid of him. I, I would try to trade Woods too, based off that last that late garbage touchdown he had. And hopefully someone's just looking at a box score and says, Oh, yeah, he's back, right? And he had like he had like two targets heading into the fourth quarter last night or the other night. That was it. Two targets. Like he he just um yeah, just wasn't involved. So I try to trade Woods. Christian asks, should I trade Tyler Lockett for Adam Thielen and T Higgins? Hmm. So Lockett, awesome first two weeks, right? Guy looked amazing. He, he made us buy him. And yeah. then the last two weeks, he became Tyler Lockett, like that we've seen before where he goes up and down, right? So he's, and then, so Adam Thielen though, has been, you feel like he's touchdown dependent, right? But he's, uh, he, he's been able he to pick is. him up. But then, like last week, he doesn't do anything. T. Higgins has been kind of hurt. We don't really know. So this is interesting to me. Honestly, uh, I I really have to think about this. Um, do you? I mean, here uh, the the other question when we're just looking at a roster. Do you need two, or is this for depth? Because if you're just going some, with one, I still like Tyler Lockett a yeah. little bit. If you can use both these guys, you're getting a good deal then. Because I, T. Higgins has been hurt his first two weeks. I mean, he caught a touchdown in each. That offense seems like it's clicking quite, you know, pretty well. Um, you know, he was in double digit points in standard scoring both week one and two when he played. Lockett will have more upside. He 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 will have another game where he he scores 20 plus points, right? There's no doubt about that. Um Thielen could too. He's he's gonna have his games. I, I would I have no issue with taking it. I would say it's if you can use both of them in your lineup, take it. If you can only use one, I would hold on to Lockett. I'm with you. Yeah, if you can, if you need both, and that's going to fill out your lineup because your wide receiver you're using like Nelson Aguilar or something as your another receiver. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Right, but if not, I want the better player. I want yeah. Lockett, who's to me the better player right now. All right, CBS PPR here. Should I trade Travis Kelsey to get Alvin Kamara? And mm. I would do that. I'm, I'd do that for sure. I know he's not been getting the catches. Kamara hasn't been getting his catches, but they'll be there. They'll be there. I'm, I'm still going to get Alvin Kamara. Uh, I mean, is it a fair trade? Yeah. Um, uh, because I don't know where else you're going to, you can definitely, <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not against it. I guess I would say this. Yeah. Uh, it's a very interesting one because I do think Kelsey is the only surefire thing. And we even saw it last week. I mean, he only scored a couple of points. Uh, he, will he have his down week? Sure. But he is an automatic advantage every time you go into a week in that position. Uh, I don't know what your running back situation looks like. I'm assuming that you're probably in desperate need. Um, it is easier to stream tight end than it is running back. So there is where I would say if, if you need a running back, I'm okay with that one. Yep. All right. Next up, it's uh, MILFs Love Mark. 
<laughs> who has <laughs> yes <laughs> what's a good return on a kyler murray and chris carson package all right you're making us think here you're gonna <laughs> trade you're gonna you're gonna throw you're gonna put kyler murray and chris carson because obviously we can't just throw players out there because we don't know what other rosters on you know what other rosters are out there like right so i'll just say if you're if you're trading kyler murray and chris carson Kyler Murray at this point is at the top. It, Patrick Mahomes is the only quarterback to me more valuable than Kyler Murray in fantasy. And it's not even that far apart anymore. Kyler, the way Kyler's going to play, but it's Mahomes, Kyler for me. So if you're trading Kyler, you need to go get a quarterback that's you know, obviously he's not going to be as good as Kyler, but he still needs to be like, I mean, I might even have some names. So it would have to be one of, obviously, you're not going to get Mahomes, right? So if you're dropping down on and Josh Allen's probably too close of a you know comparison too, right? You'd almost have to trade Kyler and maybe someone's down on Lamar. You get Lamar, Dak, Hertz, Wilson, Rogers, one of those kind of guys, right? And then you have to upgrade from Chris Carson at running back. You have to get a better player than Chris Carson. And that it might be hard to find that, but you need to get a quarterback in that group, right? You just have to. So find somebody that loves Kyler Murray. It might be further down. It might be like almost like a Jalen Hurts type you have to go down to, which I'm fine with that. But if you have to upgrade Chris Carson by a bit to get that, you just have to. You can't trade Kyler without upgrading Chris Carson. Yeah. And you might even be able to, because <clears throat> if you, Murray is playing out of his mind. Um, yeah. I still think you can, you can, I think Lamar and Lamar Brady deck, something like that, I'd be looking at probably those three, because you're probably right about Josh Allen. But those three, I think, would be right. legitimate people. People, you know, they would part with, and they would think that, oh man, I'm I'm upgrading, oh. even though the points would then, be smaller than you think. the The running back is rough because I think like the, no matter what's the upgrade, it's like it's more of like a Antonio Gibson, maybe Najee Harris type in a way, right? Like you're not going to get too big of an upgrade either with just dropping a quarterback. I don't feel like I would I would say like a Gibson, a Harris, those are upgrades from Carson, but. How much? What other ones are you getting? Maybe you go all the way up to Jonathan Taylor. I don't know if you could pull that off, but that's the kind of stuff I'd want to do. But it's probably hard to pull off. Yeah, I mean, you because you got to find the right. You got to find the right package there that the team has the quarterback and then the running back, like Austin Eckler. Somebody wants to if they're just not sold on Eckler, you know. I mean, he had an awesome week, (laughs) an awesome game this past game. Might be hard to do now, but it's just either way. You have to upgrade from Carson and still have a a plug and play quarterback, right? One that a quarterback that you are not looking at matchup and worrying about matchup with, and you're going to, you know, yeah. so it's, it's or, tough to find that, but yeah, I mean, you can do that. Or honestly, if you're trading Murray, um, it, it all depends on what, what else you have. You might have a, a quarterback you feel okay with. You might feel okay with streaming. And then in that case, you could go like a wide receiver that would be in your starting lineup and a running back that's slightly better than Chris Carson. I wouldn't have any issue with that either. Um, you're, you're really just looking for the most bang for your buck, right? So I, I, I guess my point would be don't get too tied up with the positional aspect of it. Um, True. But I, no matter what you do, you probably need a running back in this yeah. case. You need, but, a, you need a player better than Chris Carson. Yeah, so. so you're looking for the guy that has lost faith in in a really talented running back. I mean, yeah. well, I don't know if what people think about Barkley. He's he's had a couple of really good games, but probably could you probably could have before this that? past week. Yeah, before week four, you probably could have, but yeah. no, I think you're. I think that's over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, what about someone like? You, like Antonio Gibson's a guy for me because I still he, he hasn't been initially great, but I still really believe in Antonio Gibson. 
He's one right. of those well, that I, I do. I believe in him. What, yeah. do you, what do you think about like Delvin Cook? Oh, yeah. Right I mean, now, if you could pull right that number, off, I'd do it. But I was going to say, right now, numbers do not. I and mean, he, he was hurt one game, and his last showing was only, you know, 34 yards on the ground. Uh, if, if, if the Dalvin Cook owner is freaked out. Right. Well, you know, he, he, he might know. be like, well, Chris Carson, I can guarantee, and, and Murray is a big one. So the, I would attack, pretty much I would send that out to people that have major running backs that they might be, mm-hmm. you know, into the idea. What about, yeah. uh, I, obviously, I would assume not Christian McCaffrey, but also target teams that have a big name and have been losing. That, that would be my first one. Uh, like McCaffrey teams might be losing at this point. Um, they might have lost a few. Obviously, I would go and, and try to get someone like that first and, and work my way up. Where, where is the furthest running back down you would go, though? What about someone like a James Robinson? No, no, don't, don't even ask. What are you, what are you, what are you, what are you asking, Jeff? <laughs> what, are you, I, what is I know, this? I knew that you were going to not take kindly to that. He has had what two really this? good weeks, three and four against Arizona and Cincinnati. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, how would you feel about doing a, a multi, like what if you could get a, like taking on an injury case like Montgomery? Like if you could get Montgomery, a wide receiver and a pretty good uh, uh, wide, uh, QB, would you, would you take the risk in something like that? It's possible, but the QB is going to have to be good enough. Like, cause it's Kyler's so good. Yeah. What about just, Lamar? You get yeah, Lamar. I, Montgomery I, I would do La, La, Lamar Montgomery and somebody else that's useful right now for you. Yeah, yeah, I'd do that. Okay. Yep. yep. I mean, we're a little all over the place, but you get the idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just make make some offers, see what's out there. All right. Final trade questions from McCoy. He said, I got offered Boyd for Galladay. Should I take it? Well, Mr. Are you getting Boyd or getting either way? If I want the uh, I want the Galladay side. I, I agree. Yeah. So if if you are if <laughs> yeah, you are weird. trying to get Galladay here, um, yeah, take Galladay if, if someone but if you're trading away Galladay for Boyd, no, don't do that. So you want I want Galladay. All right, some other questions here. Dr. Gauthier is back. He says, how do you feel about Allen Robinson moving forward? He was my first wide receiver pick, and he's just looking awful. Do you think he has more potential with Fields or with Dalton? I can't believe I'm saying this, but right now it looks like Dalton. I'm, I'm kind of with you there. I don't know what to feel about Allen Robinson going forward. I, I, I don't feel good. I just say I don't, I don't feel good about it. No, I feel really, really bad about it. And – even worse, I don't, I don't know anyone that will. Like, if anyone offers oh. you a legitimate trade for him right now, being like, "I believe in him, I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I, I'm gonna ride this one up," I would, I honestly, I would probably take it. I, I don't know how you could feel good about him. So, I mean, I, mean, I I've been benching him in my Alan, in my dynasty league. Man, he misses Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> I know. Go figure. <laughs> oh my gosh, that. man! And I don't, and we don't know what is gonna happen with Fields. He's he's a, a young QB that's only started two games. It could you have to give him a yeah. little leeway, but man, it is uh, it, it's hard to yep. watch the last two games, and they're not against great defenses. So yep. I don't know how much better it's going to get in how many weeks. No, I, I mean it, it could just click, and all of a sudden Robinson goes on a run. It's not he, he's that talented, but I mean I haven't seen it for four weeks, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. All right, Samsel says, should I pick up Latavius Murray or Damian Williams off of the waivers? Murray or Williams? I, I would get Damian. Well. <laughs> I would get Damian Williams, even if it is just yeah, yeah. for the few weeks. I think he he has – I, I like him the, better. And well, for three weeks, he'll be the man or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm with you. I, Damian Williams, I like him better. Murray obviously was the main back last week, but I can't – I just picture that Ravens backfield just switching all the time. 
And Murray wasn't impressive in the work he got. He got a big opportunity. He really didn't do much with it. No, so, he will be. He will be the goal line back. Yeah. So he does have touchdown upside, but not enough for me to no, really I'll go salivate over. All right, David Lawrence. I don't think David has sent us a question yet this year. Maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, forgetting, but it's been a few weeks. He says, "Is it better to play matchups or to stick with your best players every week? Sometimes you've got to bench a guy with a great matchup that could be the piece you need to get the W. Always a tough call to sit the guys you drafted. That's true. So stick with your best players or play matchups. I would say there's some you got to. <laughs> there's some of the, both. Of this right." Your your absolute best guys are just plug and play. Don't get cute with these like normal top 10, 15 guys. You know, you just can't get cute with it. You got to play them. I'm, I'm you just play your guys. There are some guys though that if they've been, yeah, okay. So if a guy's been performing every week, just throw out the matchup. Don't worry about it. If you're talking like an Allen Robinson, like we just said, and he's one of your guys you drafted, he's really terrible. You're not, I mean, I would play Robinson probably in a good matchup right now, but a tough team, I'm not playing it. Like there's, it just depends if they, if they haven't performed for you, don't worry about where you drafted them at that point. But the guys who are playing well, just, you know, sometimes matchups going to affect it, but I would try not to worry about it too much and think about it too much. I honestly don't think about it with my top guys. It's only the, it's only that borderline. It's only, only the flex. It's only those kind of things. The guys who just, you don't trust uh, that I look at doing that and looking at the matchups. So that's my philosophy at least. Yeah, I think that's pretty much right on. Uh, more more than, I mean, I would lean towards the idea that you stick with your guys. I, I yeah. try to only mess with, you, you know where you're weak at, right? You know, if you're weak at QB yeah. or, or tight end and you're streaming, that's fine. You know, if you're yeah. if you're just doing that game, totally get it. Uh, other than that, I'm, I'm usually just messing with a flex position where there, you know, it's between three or four guys. Um, so for the most part, I stick with my guys, but after four weeks, you know, who's performing and who's not. And yep. Alan Robinson is a perfect example. I stuck with him for four weeks, probably three weeks for, for me. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was just like, Hey, I got someone else that's performing. Like uh, I'm going to yep. switch it out. And if I, if I eat it, that's fine. Um, yep. yeah. all right. Next up tacos and beans. He says, should I sell high on Mike Williams? His targets may get taken by Keenan Allen in the future and his wide receiver value may be gone in a few weeks. So some of it, yeah, you're still selling high, even though he only caught think, like one ball for 11 yards on Monday night, which is disappointing. You know what? I, I don't think I do. Honestly, I don't know. Mike Williams, he's been great, but I don't think there's enough value yet in the Mike Williams name to get a, a the haul you need. And I still have, I loved what I saw from him for the first three weeks. I still think that's there. One bad game, right? It's it happens. I, I'm I'm enough of a believer in what he's been doing to hold on to him because I just don't think you get enough value for him selling him. I don't think there's enough yet. He hasn't. I mean, he hasn't. Unless there's somebody out there that just loves Mike Williams and wants to trade for a trade a bunch for him. I just don't think that's there. I don't see that scenario. I would agree. I think Mike Williams is the real deal. <clears throat> yep. Um. And, and like you said, I mean, you know, if someone's going to give you a haul, don't turn it down, <laughs> so let, you know, let them come to you. But yeah. look, I agree that the name isn't quite big enough to get what you probably want. And like anyone, I mean, how name another wide receiver that hasn't had one off game. There's, there's, right. I don't think there is one. So yeah. um, it, well, you know, and it's same thing, even Tyreek, <laughs> you, you look at him and you go from like weak winning to like, below average, below average, weak winning. Um, yep. That's that's the 
just the nature of the beast when it comes to wide receiver. I think Mike Williams will continue to do really well. And I think it's going to be in the majority of games, which is very unusual. I, I, I don't think you want to get rid of this guy. And hopefully you didn't draft him that way either. So more than likely he's acting as your wide receiver two or three even. And that yeah, is exactly. some really powerful stuff when you can put up 20 points possibly at, at that type of position. So I, I wouldn't do it. All right, Bill's update says, what should fantasy owners do with Miles Sanders? Um, uh, you should just not love what you're seeing. <laughs> I don't think there's much you can do with Miles Sanders. I, you know, but he's one of those, like we're talking about matchup base. Miles Sanders is probably a, a one for sure that would almost be matchup base at this point for me. If the matchup's not there, I'm probably benching Miles Sanders. If he's a good matchup, okay, put him out there, but you're not seeing much enough from him. And okay, I'll say one thing like Jalen Hurts we've talked about Jalen Hurts a lot and like it's always been praised from us, right? And what we've seen, but we're talking fantasy. Jalen Hurts as an actual quarterback has still not been great, really. And I think that's affecting Miles Sanders and could be affecting some of that because he's not like, he's fine. Like he's good for fantasy. And that's when, why we love Jalen Hurts, but in like the actual NFL quarterback play, he's been below average, to be honest, that could be what's affecting Miles Sanders. Um, yeah, it's going to be good for Jalen Hurts all day, right? You know how he does things, but that's hurting Miles Sanders. And yeah, he's real matchup based for me at this point. I don't love it. And running back again, running back falls off around the where Miles Sanders is ranked. So you probably have to stick with him sometimes. But I would definitely, I don't know. Hopefully, maybe you picked up like Cordell Patterson or something. You can play Patterson. I don't know. But Sanders is one of those where it's some situations you're just going to have to play him, and you don't feel good about it. But if you have the option to sit him and you have somebody else you feel more comfortable, the better matchup, do it. I would agree. <clears throat> I have him on one of my teams. That is exactly how I'm handling it. Yeah. We're, we're here now. <laughs> there's, there's nothing yeah. you can't trade, really. You can't, no. you can't do much about it. So I, I think that you do take into account who he's playing, and you probably have to read the tea leaves a little bit if you even have that you know, if that uh, uh, ability. Where Sometimes you, you might just be option. stuck. Yeah, you're yeah. stuck using him. That, and that's fine, too. That he could, I'm not completely off. Like he can't bounce back, but right now, yeah, he's been very disappointing. Yeah, he is. I think I have him in another league of ours that we're in. And um, let me look at this. I'll just see what I would do with Miles Sanders. All right, he's in my lineup for for week five right now. I have Aaron Jones, my running back one. Miles Sanders, my running back two. What do you want? My and Joe Mixon just got hurt, so I have to play Miles Sanders. Otherwise, it's Miles Sanders. I go down to Zach Moss. No, not doing it. <laughs> yeah. You're going Sanders over Moss, right? Like if you're in that yeah. situation. Yeah. So, yeah. Just sometimes you just got to do it. All right. And, and Zach Moss isn't one of those. Zach Moss is like boomer bust touchdown guy. So it's always a big chance we play him. All right. Nick asks what to do with Chris Carson. Um, we've talked a little bit about Chris Carson in this. And again, Chris Carson, I, I don't, I'm not going to, okay. The Alex Collins things was, was weird, right? Where Collins just calls and comment came in and got 10 carries. It was odd, right? But Chris Carson has been pretty reliable where don't don't worry too much yet. He's still a back-end RB2, right? He's still in that same range he's probably always been. And don't freak out too much. Because honestly, Chris Carson to me just doesn't like – we talked about the trade scenarios with him. And Chris Carson wasn't isn't what was bringing any value in those possible trades. Chris Carson, he's always been the same. I don't feel like the, the trade value, the name value for Chris Carson has ever been there, and I don't think it ever will be. So Chris Carson is another one. He's like Miles Sanders. You just got to roll with it, I think, and hope for the best. But I, I, 
Alex Collins is just not, it's not as good as Chris Carson, right? You just, he, he can't be unless Chris Carson's just done. I don't see that happening. So, yeah. And I, uh, one Chris more, Carson. Yeah. One more week, Alex Collins, though, I'll be freaked out. But if I was yeah, Chris I mean, Carson. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it turns out. I think that one is more of, they don't want to put all the wear and tear completely on Chris Carson. So they're going to, every once in a while, this will happen. Maybe he was banged up and they knew it and they were kind of like, okay, let's take the load off of him. He, he, he is the goal line back. He's going to be their feature back. You know, he, he will have games like that, but right now I, I cannot imagine that yep. Collins is actually a threat to him. Yep. But hey, Chris Carson is this kind of guy. Like we, we always talk about it. He's, he's never the guy that you're kind of like, oh, he was the one I wanted, but you're always happy to have him on your team. Stick with him. I would play him almost every week. You will be happy by the end of the year. All right, next question is actually not really a fantasy-based question, I don't think. I, mean, I don't think we're talking fantasy MVP, but Stat Hero just asks, is, is Justin Herbert the MVP after last night's game? Chargers go to 3-1. and one. I'll say Justin Herbert's been good, but he's not, to me, he's definitely, well, not, definitely not fantasy MVP, but he's not regular. He's not the MVP. To me, the MVP is probably Kyler Murray at this point. If you're talking NFL football, Kyler Murray has to be the front runner, I would say. So, I don't know about you. Fantasy allies, we don't have, we don't have somebody yet for that, but. Cooper Cup would have been for the first three weeks in my mind, but Kyler Murray to me is the NFL MVP front runner at this point. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think he's been the most impressive and, and right now they're undefeated and yeah, been great. Yeah. So, all right. Final question, brother coffee beans going to round us out here. First off, he's not going to, he's not actually asking for our opinion on a trade he did, but Jeff, I think we do got to tell him, talk to him about this a little bit. I'll tell bro. I'll tell you brother here. You're, you're looking to make trades, buddy. Come to us, right? Come go to Instagram.com slash fantasy football profit. Send us a message or email us. That might be even easier. Fantasy football profit is email.com. If you have a trade you're somebody's looking to get with you, send us a message. I'll 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 walk you through it. Here's the trade he just did, Jeff. He traded Aaron Jones. Okay. He got four players in return. Right? I just I can see it on your face. Oh, yeah, that is not good. When, when you see a slush pile of players coming your way, it's usually not a good thing. You got Teddy Bridgewater, oh, no. Hunter Renfro, um, Latavius Murray, and mm. David Johnson. Mm. So, just as I tell you, come to us, man. We'll help you through it. But I will say this. He still has Antonio Gibson and DeAndre Swift as his running backs one and two. So, he still, okay. he still, has, some, he still has some solid running backs. Um, he also has Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So, he has another. Right, Jamal Williams, and now Latavius Murray and David Johnson. Um, he has at quarterback Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones, and then well Fitzpatrick was hurt. So Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones, which those are the streaming guys right now. Like you know, roll with them, right? Daniel Jones probably this week. You can you can keep rolling with those guys. His receivers are Devonte Adams, all right, Julio Jones, Chase Claypool, um, D. Eskridge. Who has it? We'll see if he can do something here. And then Jerry Judy was hurt. Hopefully, Jerry Judy will be back soon. But he says, "What trade should he make next? What you would you go for?" Okay, first of all, think- we got we got to talk about that that trade first of all. And why? And and yeah. I understand that you you have a lot of good players, so I'm not exactly sure why you felt the need to pull that off. And also, if you have all of those running backs, I think that the if you I, all, I, get, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't understand the I don't understand it to be quite honest because see, I don't I completely understand trading a running back. That yeah, makes that sense is to fine. me. When you have that I, many. I get it, that. It's crazy to think that you traded and you're still going to be absolutely fine. But I don't none of those guys are going to be in your starting lineup. I mean Teddy Bridgewater 
he, he's another quarterback that you'll it will be in the conversation, but he's not guaranteed. I would much rather have seen you go Aaron Jones for for a high end QB or a high end tight end or someone else that or would like start a higher end. Yeah, I would yeah, have like a one for a one for one yeah. would have been way better for you because yeah. Hunter is Hunter Renfro ever going to play for you? Is Teddy Bridgewater going to be more than a, a streaming quarterback? Is I mean, who else was in there? So what? Yeah, what? Um, so he has Bridgewater, Darnold, and Jones as his quarterbacks. But no, his deal was he got um, Bridgewater, Renfro, Latavius Murray, and David Johnson. David Johnson's done, and Latavius Murray even. <clears throat> yeah, so I mean. That's fine if you if if one of those running backs was in there to replace him because he's not a starter anyway and it's just for depth. That's fine. But so in my mind, I'm kind of like that wide receiver or that QB have to play. And neither in my uh, like you. I mean, you said Devonte Adams, and I don't think yeah. that Hunter Renfro breaks that. He has, yeah, he has Devonte Adams, Julio Jones, and Claypool. So Renfro is it? This is current four. Okay, I mean, I guess he could technically play, but I would I would have much rather seeing you go for a high end tight tight end yeah. people are really cool. desperate for running backs you had a mm-hmm. bunch of them you had all the power and that's that's the only thing I, I i really dislike about that one i don't want to come down too hard on but i i dislike that because you had so much power that i feel like you mm-hmm. could have gotten exactly what you wanted or exactly what you needed and you kind of let someone else dictate and on top of that it, you he gave you four players you gave away one so now you have to like who you're kicking off your team in order to do that yeah well I don't know if I'd even try to make moves at this point. I think I just hang tight. You know, I don't know what you do. You have Gibson, Swift, Edwards, Alaire. Depends on how many you start. Do you start two running backs and, and Edwards, Alaire is like your third? If that's the case, if Edwards, Alaire is your third and you can't start him, I don't know. If you start two running backs, two receivers, let's say that, and you have Edwards, Alaire as your third and you have Chase Claypool as your third, maybe you try to put those two together and upgrade somewhere, but I don't know. You know, maybe you put those two together and really try to get one of those top, top quarterbacks but it'd have to be one of the top for me to yeah. trade Edward Lair. but I don't know I would I would probably try to hang tight I think you have you have solid players for the most part you can keep streaming Darnold and Jones who have been good streaming options at this point and just hang tight with it don't yeah let's yeah let's not let's not do four for ones yeah but hit us yeah. up fantasy fantasy football profit at gmail.com if you have some trade offers you want to go through hit us yeah. up anytime but well, how do you I mean yeah, unless you have a, a crazy roster where you're starting a, a ton of players or whatever, and yeah. then you're just us, doing it yeah. for depth. Because uh, th- I don't know how like you dra- see, that, uh, that team was a really nice draft, by the way. I, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see to your. Um, I'd like to see your. Um, yeah, what kind of roster you guys play here? Because yeah, definitely yeah, and, you, and, add, you have a lot of talent around there. So yeah, and, and who are you playing currently at tight end? That would be good to know. Yeah, um, yeah all of that. Hit, uh, hit yeah. us up. Let us know. We'll help you out. But all right, there we go. Mailbag heading into week five. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to talk about some more players that we can drop. Try not to give you guys who then go off the very next week like I did last time. So we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.